episode two, a special Tisha B'Av episode all about processing emotions as a gateway to healing. Welcome to the Thriving on Purpose podcast, where you'll learn how to take steps to create a life that you love and enjoy. This podcast will cover mindset coaching and practical tips and tools, sprinkled with intergenerational wisdom and inspiration, and some Torah too. Here's your host, Nechama Weiser, Certified Health and Life Coach. Tonight, we commemorate Tisha B'Av, one of the saddest days in the Jewish calendar, where we commemorate the destruction of the Temple uh, and many other sad events that happened on that day. And what I think is so beautiful about Judaism is that throughout the year, throughout the Jewish calendar, we have so many different events, holidays, occasions where we're able to process our different emotions. We have holidays where we're commanded to be joyful and happy, and we have other uh, holidays or fast days where we're uh, basically told to feel sad. Uh, And the message that I kind of take away from that is that we are human beings, that all of these emotions are okay, they're acceptable, uh, and that different times of the year we're going to feel these different emotions come up for us, uh, and how important it is to allow them, to process them, and not to feel like we need to be happy all the time, because that's not realistic. Uh, And I think it's actually the sadder times uh, throughout the year, the sadder events in our life that actually help us really appreciate the times when we're happy. Um, So it's the lack of happiness that really increases the happiness uh, when we do feel that. And I just want to talk about a few options that we have when we process pain. Um, The first option is to avoid it, to do other things, uh, engage in different activities that basically don't allow you to really think about the pain, they kind of distract you for a little bit, Uh, and that could be scrolling on social media, it could be uh, sitting in front of the television, it could be delving into work, whatever it is, it's avoiding the pain that you're feeling. The second option is to resist or react to the pain, and that's a situation where you may get upset, You may uh, react to someone that you believe caused you that pain. Uh, You may ignore them. You may give them a silent treatment. You may talk behind their back. Um, But when we react from negative emotion, we almost always get a negative result Um, because it's generally you trying to fight against that emotion and not really processing it in a healthy way. And that brings me to the third option. And the third option is processing your pain, really allowing your pain to course through your body, feel the vibration of it, and allow yourself to feel it and realize that you're still there when it's all over. And I think that so many of us spend so much of our lives trying to avoid pain because it is a negative emotion and it doesn't feel good. But what we don't realize is that when we avoid the emotion of pain, we're actually increasing it. It's still there. It doesn't go anywhere. And it just keeps bubbling up to the surface and it's still there. 
And what I'd like to share is actually my own personal story of grief and mourning. Uh, when my father passed away three years ago, uh, he passed away this time of year in the summer, about 10 days before Tisha B'Av. And what I essentially felt was a tremendous personal loss uh, that culminated in a national loss. So at the end of our seven days of mourning, uh, after a day or two, we commemorated Tisha B'Av, and that was the national loss, grief, and suffering um, of the Jewish nation after I had suffered my personal loss. And for me, I think the processing of my pain was gradual. I think that it was initially shock, denial, um, and I know that there are the different stages of grief, so I probably covered all of those. Um, but it really was only until I allowed myself that grace and that time to process that pain, let it course through my body, really feel it. Um, and it was extremely unpleasant and it was extremely painful. Um, however, when I gave my sp myself the space to do that, it was then that I realized that I was ready to move on with purpose and meaning. And that's actually where my coaching journey began. Um, and the truth is that a lot of our pain is actually caused with our thinking. And I realized that for myself, that when I had constantly, be think I had constantly been thinking about the loss and how much I had lost with the death of my father, and the fact that I had lost my mentor and I had lost the guidance and I had lost that reassurance, so many things, such a deep loss. I think that I was able to recognize that even with that loss, I also had so much blessing in my life. The fact that I had my father for all those years, the fact that I had such a unique father, the fact that I have such an incredible mother, the fact that I have an incredible family, right? I have so many blessings. And that's where I say that, yes, our pain is caused by our thoughts, but so is our comfort. And as I chose to think those more comforting thoughts, um, I really experienced more comfort and more purpose and more meaning. Um, and that's when my journey of healing began. And it's actually interesting to kind of look at the process of grief here leading up to the day of Tisha B'Av, right? We have the three weeks, which are the beginning. The beginning of the three weeks is the beginning of that grieving process. And then it intensifies during the nine days, right? So within the three weeks, we hit the nine days and that's when our laws of mourning intensify and it finally culminates with Tisha B'Av. And that's essentially the process of our pain and our grief, right? Regarding, in this case, regarding the atrocities that um, occurred on Tisha B'Av that led up to Tisha B'Av. So it's kind of an escalating grief that culminates in the fast. And on Tisha B'Av, the, I guess, the, the climax of that grief and mourning, we remove all the distractions, all the buffers, 
um, we like to call those distractions buffers in the coaching world, um, so that we can actually feel the pain of the day, right? So the prohibitions on Tisha B'Av are no eating or drinking, no washing or bathing, no applications of creams or oils, uh, no wearing of leather shoes, no marital relations. We don't distract ourselves from the pain. We fully immerse in it. And I think that this is such an important concept because this is exactly what we're talking about in terms of allowing, in terms of processing our pain. Our natural inclination is always going to be to avoid pain, right? Our primitive brain tries to keep us safe. It tries to avoid pain. That's its very purpose. And on Tisha B'Av, God is telling us, no, I will not allow you to do things that distract you from the pain of the day because I want you to process the pain. I want you to process your emotion so that you can get through it. That's the way through it. Um, and I think that the Sabbath after Tisha B'Av, which is Shabbat Nachamu, which is the Shabbat of comfort, Shabbat of my name, Nechama, I think that the idea is that we cannot achieve comfort if we are not actually processing our pain, if we don't allow it to come to the surface, if we don't allow it to course through our body, if we don't allow that uncomfortableness of that negative emotion, then we will not be able to achieve that comfort. And I think that it's so beautiful how Judaism and the coaching world all come together to share this idea, this important idea and I think that it's applicable not only to pain, but to any negative emotion that we naturally resist to understand that it's okay to feel it. It's okay to feel that discomfort because that's really the currency for all the amazing things that we want to achieve in the world. So I want to wish each and every one of you the ability to be able to process your emotions process pain, process other emotions as well so that you can achieve comfort, but so that you can also achieve humanness, your humanity, the ability to experience the full gamut of emotions, because that is an incredible life where you're able to experience the highs and you're able to experience the lows, the pain, but also the comfort, the joy, the sadness, all of it. Have a great day. I wanted to share something personal that happened after I recorded this episode that I think is really relevant to the topic of feeling your emotions, embracing your emotions, and not resisting them. This week, uh, we went to the Kotel, the Western Wall, as a family, and as I was sitting there, what I noticed was the people around me, more specifically the women around me, were really allowing their emotions to come forward. They were feeling their emotions so intensely. The woman to my right had a facial expression that was so expressive that it's almost like I could tell what was going on inside. Some women were crying, some women were sobbing. And I think that it is such a beautiful opportunity. There was something about the place, being in that holy place that enabled people to open up and fully express the emotions that they had. And in this case, 
it did seem like they were painful emotions uh, where they were praying for something or thinking about their loved ones. And I just wanted to share that because I think that while we can't be at the Western Wall all the time, we can't be in that environment, the question is how can we create situations in our day-to-day life where we are open to experiencing the process of really feeling our emotions. So this week, I want to give you a really quick action step that is as follows. I want you to notice a time during the week where you are feeling a negative emotion. It could be sad. It could be disappointed. It could be frustrated. It could be shame, whatever it is. I want you to Think of that emotion and I want you to give yourself the time to process it. Take a pen and paper and just describe how you're feeling or don't take a pen and paper and just be with yourself and fully experience it and notice where it is in your body. Notice if it has a color, notice if it has a shape, notice if it's heavy or light, if it's intensifying or if it's getting lighter. I want you to be able to describe what that emotion feels like in your body. I know that this may sound woo-woo to some of you, but it really is an effective way to be one with your body, to really allow your emotions instead of doing what most of us do on a regular basis, which is to just shove them down to the bottom. So try that this week. And I'm really curious what that process is like for you. If you feel comfortable sharing it in the podcast notes or even sharing it with me personally, whatever it is, do this exercise so that you can start to get used to processing emotions and really understanding how it feels. Have an amazing week. Thank you for listening to Thriving on Purpose with Nechama Weiser. If this episode piqued your interest or inspired you, and you're looking for a health and life coach who can help you up-level your life, then reach out today. Visit NechamaWeiserCoaching.com for details.